Lynn. I'm not Lynn. My name is Chad Moore. I'm the teaching pastor over at Sun Valley Community Church, sister church of Cornerstone in Gilbert. And it's a pleasure to be with you today. Uh, I love Cornerstone because uh, it's cool. This is a cool church. And uh, Lynn has been a mentor to me, uh, along with several guys on our staff. And uh, it's just great to be with you today as we wrap up this series called Threads. You're never more mature than when you give and when you serve. I'm going to say that again. You're never more mature than when you give and when you serve. Giving and serving is the very essence of the Christian life. Because to be a Christian is to follow Christ. In fact, that's, that's what the word means. Christian literally means little Christ, Jesus Jr. Jesus did not say, I, I came to uh, sit and take notes. Uh, Jesus didn't say, uh, I came to chill and be comfortable. I came to be entertained. He, he didn't say that. He said, I came to serve. And ultimately, that would mean that he would give his life away for you and for me and for all of my, mankind. You're never more mature than when you give and when you serve. It is the very essence of the Christian life. Uh, one of the most famous baseball players of all time, definitely one of the most famous catchers of all time, was a guy named Yogi Berra. What Yogi liked to do is he liked to taunt batters when they would step up to the plate. And on one particular occasion, one of the most famous batters that's ever lived stepped up to the plate, a guy by the name of Hank Aaron. And Yogi, there in the catcher's position, started to taunt Hank. And he said, Hank, you're, you're holding the bat incorrectly. He said, Hank, when you hold the bat, you should hold it in such a way that you can see the trademark. He said, Hank, you're supposed to be able to see the writing on the bat. He was trying to distract Hank Aaron from the pitch that was about to come. Hank didn't listen. The pitch was thrown. Hank Aaron reared back, smack, hit the ball, knocked it over the left field wall into the bleachers. Hank started to make his way. You know that, that victory lap when, when baseball players hit a home run? He started to make his way around the bases. First base, second base, third base. He started to make his way toward home. And he looked up and Yogi Berra was standing there by home plate. He had his glove in one hand and his catcher's mask in the other. And as Hank Aaron jogged by Yogi Berra, he put his foot on home plate, looked at him and said, I didn't come here to read. <laughs> you have to know why you're here. You have to know why God created you. Because if you don't know why you're here, you will get distracted in the game of life and you will miss out on what God has for you. You got to know why you're here. See, knowing why you're here is the secret to fulfillment to personal satisfaction and personal significance in life. you got to know why you're here. Knowing why you're here can cause you to be happy in an unhappy marriage. 
Because if you understand your purpose, especially if both people in the marriage understand their purpose, that is the fuel where they can both change and experience God's design for marriage. Knowing why you're here will help you be fulfilled as a single adult. A lot of singles think the whole purpose of their life is to find somebody else. So they finally find them and they get married and guess what? That other person didn't complete them. See, the difference in a happy single adult and an unhappy single adult is purpose. Knowing why you're here. Knowing why you're here will help you be fulfilled in a job that's unfulfilling. Because there on the job you realize it's about more than shuffling papers. It's about more than just making the sale. It's, it's about more than just fixing the widget. There's something bigger going on. Knowing why you're here is very, very, very important. Over the past few weeks, you guys have been talking about how, how God has thread us together for a purpose. That God has a plan for a life. There's a reason why we're here and God has knit us together in such a way to fulfill that purpose. I don't know if you thought about it, but this is a cool thought. This is a little bonus. You ready? Think about it. God created everything else with his voice. Beginning with light, God said, let there be light. And there was. God spoke and created the earth. Mountains, ocean, animals, stars, everything else God created with his voice. But the Bible says you, come on now, you, he put his hands on. In Psalm 139, it says that God knit you together in your mother's womb. Everything else was sound waves coming out of God's voice. But you, you see, you're a masterpiece. Crafted together by the master himself. Knit together. How cool is that? In your mother's womb. Over the past few weeks, you guys have been talking about that. You're threaded together for purpose. And God's given you, if you're a believer, spiritual gifts. God's given you a heart. You're passionate about some things. You love some things. You don't like other things. That's by design. God designed that as he put you together in your mother's womb. Everybody in here has got abilities. Just natural talents. Uh, some of them are natural, some of them we learned along the way, you know, or, we, or we've just enhanced what, what God has given us. Uh, everybody in here has a different kind of personality. Some of us in here are extroverts. Some of us are accountants. But, but we've all got different kind of personalities, that's by design. Everybody in the room has life experiences. If you're like me in the room, you, you've had some pain in your life. And there's lots of reasons why God allows that, some of which we don't know yet, but we'll know in eternity. But I know one reason for sure that God has allowed pain in my life is because he wants me to use that to help other people. God's threaded us together. We've got a purpose. God's designed us for greatness. But if we're not careful, we'll get distracted We'll miss the ball. We'll strike out. And some of us, and this is, this is the saddest thing of all, some of us will never even step up to the plate. This morning, I want to talk about step number one in, 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 in really getting involved in your purpose. 
Because before you, you get involved in, in your purpose, you've got to answer a call that God has for each of us. Right now, I know your calling. And this morning, we're going to discover that calling. Jesus is going to tell us our calling. And you and I decide every day whether or not we will answer his calling. But that calling and the decision to answer it is what it takes to discover purpose and know why we're here. If you brought your Bible this morning, turn to the book of Matthew. That's the first book in the New Testament. It's about two-thirds of the way in your Bible. First book in the New Testament, the book of Matthew. We're only going to take a look at two verses. Matthew chapter 16, verses 24 and 25. Matthew 16, 24 and 25. Jesus talks about our calling. It says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross. And what are the next two words? Let's say them together. Follow me. One more time, everybody. Let's say it together. Follow me. Third time's a charm. Follow me. Let me tell you what God's call is on your life. It's to follow Jesus. It's the same call Lynn has. It's the same call you have. It's to follow Jesus. Now, there are two things it takes to follow Jesus, and he says it there in the verse. The first thing is you got to deny yourself. That sounds exciting, doesn't it? you got to deny yourself. See, Jesus was all about giving and serving. Most of us, every day as we live our lives, we're just like the soloist warming up to sing a song. In our mind, whether we realize it or not, maybe consciously or subconsciously, we're just like that soloist warming up to sing. Our theme song is me, 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 me. And in our home, in our marriage, wherever we are, we experience a little unhappiness. You know why? Because we're thinking about me, 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 me. In our job, it's not happening the way that we want it to happen. I mean, we want to be in control. I mean, after all, me, 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 me is not getting what I, I, I want, 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 okay? And Jesus says, listen, if you're going to follow me, if you're going to answer the call, you've got to get past me, 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 me. Jesus says, no, 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 no. You've got to deny yourself. And then he says this, and take up your cross, Crosses are, are, are a big deal for us, you know, nowadays in Christian, we wear, wear them around our necks, some of us get tattoos, the whole thing. Uh, in this day and time, when Jesus said this, that'd be really weird. Uh, Jesus, at this moment, is saying something really weird. He's basically saying, if you're going to follow me, you've got to take up your electric chair. If you're going to follow me, you've got to take up your lethal injection. Here's what he's saying, to follow Jesus, you've got to deny yourself and die. You, you got to die to yourself. Look at the next verse, verse 25, and he gives us the benefit of this. Verse 25, he says, For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. That's kind of weird. It, it sounds like an oxymoron. You know what an oxymoron is? It's when you say something, and then you say something else, and that something else canceled out what you just said. Jumbo shrimp. Microsoft works. <laughs> Country music. 
truth of God, my friends. <laughs> All complaints, see Lynn Winters. Verse 25, look at what it says. He says, for whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for me will find it. Here's what Jesus is saying. It's not about you. And the more that you walk around this planet singing that me, 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 me song, the more dissatisfied and unfulfilled you will be. Because to discover the life that God has for you, you must answer the call to follow Jesus. You must choose to give and to serve. That is the very essence of the Christian life. To experience life the way that God designed you to experience, you must, come on, you must live for something bigger than yourself. I like to listen to African-American pastors because they know how to preach, you know what I mean? And I used to listen, he, he's passed away now, but I used to listen to this guy on, on, on the radio all the time. And one day as I was driving down the road, it was obvious that in his church uh, they were celebrating some new college graduates and they were having the ceremony and they were calling out names. And in my mind's eyes, I listened to the radio, I could see the guys and girls walking up to the stage and, and shaking the pastor's hand, you know, and then sitting down on, on the front row. And, and as he talked and, and as they did this service on the radio, in the background in this large African-American church, you, you could hear the, the moans and, and the groans of satisfaction from the parents and grandparents of these, of these students. And so as they would say their name, and you know, this is Sam Johnson and he graduated, whatever, in the background you could hear this, my, 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 yes, 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 thank you, Jesus. And then they would say, you know, the girl's name and in the background you, you could hear, my, 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 yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Jesus. In fact, let, let's just practice that. Would you guys help a brother out this morning? <laughs> let, let's just practice that together. The moans and groans of satisfaction. You ready? Let's say it together. My, my, my. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Jesus. And, and I could see, you know, in my mind's eyes, I listened to the radio. They were, they were going through, and you could hear in the background, my, my, my. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Jesus. And, 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 and it was almost like, you know, you could see in your mind all these graduates there on the first two rows. And then this African-American pastor, the main guy, got up, got up to speak. And just to kind of warn you, I'm going to try to talk like he did. Because he talked about what we're talking about this morning. He looked down at these graduates, and here's what he said. Children! Children! He said, you're going to die, you're going to die. They're going to take you, put you in a hole in the ground, throw dirt in your face. And then go back to the church and eat potato salad. That's perspective. <laughs> he said, oh, when you were born, you were the only one who was crying. Everybody else was happy. <laughs> he said, and when you die, everybody else will be crying, and you'll be the only ones who are happy. Then he said this. Catch this. He said, but the determining factor of whether you're happy or not is whether you live for these titles you've been given or whether you live for testimony. Isn't that a great line? He said, satisfaction in life will come from titles. No, 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 no. Satisfaction, fulfillment in life, finding life, you've got to lose it. You've got to live for something bigger than you. You've got to live for testimony. Testimony is, is as I join God with, him, with his purposes. I, I, I choose to follow Jesus. I, I choose to give and serve. And then my life starts to matter more, more, more than, 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 just, than just me. 
But he did this run through scripture. He said, oh, that was Moses. Moses went up against Pharaoh. Pharaoh, that's king over all the land. That's a good title, but Moses had the testimony. <laughs> they said, then there was Elijah. Elijah went up against Jezebel. She was queen over all the land. Queen, queen, that's a good title, but Elijah had the testimony. Then he got to David. He said, oh, that was David. David went up against Goliath. Goliath was the baddest man in town. That's a good title. But David had the testimony. Here's the call for today. Here's the first step in experiencing God's purpose and plan for your life. It's a decision to live for something bigger than yourself. It's a decision to say, I will give, I will serve. My friends, this is what it means to follow Jesus. And it's massive. It's, it's, it's massive. Right now, there, there are people in the children's ministry in this church who are, at this moment, affecting eternity. Because week in and week out, they're making little investments in the lives of our kids. And they're touching the soul of a little child. And that small investment ripples out and affects forever. This morning, there were people who handed out, I was listening, weeklies. And they may be thinking to themselves, yeah, here you, here you, what's up? Here you go, here you go. Not a big deal, but here's the thing. Did you know, did you know that people decide whether or not they're going to come back to a church in the first two minutes? In the first two minutes. That means that those of you who greet are more important than Lynn is on the stage. And you can tell him I said that. <laughs> but it's massive. Because in that moment, you, you may be the only smile given to that person all week long. Sound, lights, just taking care of the campus, whatever, all of it, all of it, all of it is a decision to say, I will follow Jesus. I will give and serve. I will live for something bigger than me. And Jesus himself said, this is where true life is found. We're never more mature than when we give than when we serve. It is the very essence of the Christian life. This morning, I want to challenge you with this. Will you follow Jesus? Will you answer that call? Everybody, everybody in the room. What would this church be like if it was 100%? We all give and serve. Will you follow Jesus? Will you get in the game? Will you step up to the plate? Will you give and serve? Let's pray together. Father, this morning, we thank you for your word. And, and we live in a culture that screams, me, 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 me. And God, if we're not careful, we will buy into the lie. God, right now, for everybody in the room, I pray that you would make us wise. 
we would make a decision to at least step up to the plate. That we would make a decision to say yes to you, Jesus. I I don't know what it is yet. I don't know the purpose. I don't know the bottom line. But I'm going to get in the game. I will give and serve. God, give us wisdom of these things. And change us. In Jesus' name, amen.